Join the nation. Racing Nation with James O'Shea. You are listening to Racing Nation, and now with thanks to Clean Up and Fairview Stud. Let's have a look at this meeting from Eagle Farm. Ten races on the programme. We'll see if we can help you find a winner or two or three or four on the card. Just the man to do that. With thanks to Clean Up and Fairview Stud, he joins me now. Nathan Exelby, how are you? Really well, thank you, mate. Um, very much looking forward to the Caulfield Cup. It's a fascinating race this year, um, as it is every year, but I think it's got good quality this year. So um, very much looking forward to seeing that and then count down towards the Cubs. Yeah, no, yes, very, very much an exciting time. I'll, I'll get your opinion on the Caulfield Cup. We might go through our quaddy legs first of all, and then I'll get your thoughts on yeah. that. So... Let's see if we can find the quality here at Eagle Farm. We've got uh, 10 races on the program again. So we start in the seventh for leg number one. This is Grozer Benchmark 68. It's over 1,400 metres is leg number one. What do we need here? Well, this is one of those races that's been elevated from the midweek. So it's very much a, a midweek standard race. Uh, look, I think you know, I wanted to get away from the favourite, but I, I think he just got so much going for him here, Cranky Harry. Um, his three runs back have been good sort of was unsuitable 1,000 metres first up Eagle Farm he was rock solid in the market there said he was going well he's since been a beaten favourite twice at Ipswich but the runs were the runs were solid and I'm not sure Ipswich is really his go bigger stretches of Eagle Farm barrier two just lands wherever Ben Thompson wants to let him feel comfortable and I do think he's uh, he's really hard to beat. So, Cranky Harry, the favourite on top. Number eight, yeah. fixated. Uh, Barry is a potential uh, issue for this horse now with Rob Heathcote. So, the two runs, uh, look, had excuses first up. And then, again, last time was slow out and done a good job to be only being beat 1.4, a standing order. He's a good chance to get in another race here. So if he has any luck from the draw, I think Fixated's in the game. Number 15, Binding is uh, a market watch. Uh, she showed good Saturday ability last prep against her own age. And number four, Kofanix. Uh, didn't do a lot fresh, but uh, this is a horse who mixed it with uh, the likes of Imperatries as a three-year-old in New Zealand. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if this horse really jumped out of the ground there. So let's work around 5, 8, 15 and 4 in the first leg. Leg two is race number eight, Ladbrokes Communities, benchmark 75. It's over the 1,400 metres. Thoughts here? I think there's three hopes, as the market would suggest. I'm a, a bit of a victim for Shah of Goma. I do think he's the best horse here, Shah of Goma. He was OK first up in Sydney, his last two here in Brisbane. He was given good rides, uh, from, but did have the bad bad gate. This time he gets a good ride, uh, sorry, a good barrier. Uh, Orman takes over. Uh, 49 days, that's just a little issue, but he's, he kept ticking over with uh, with a barrier trial. I just think he sits off them here, and he's, he's in my mind, the, the most promising horse in the race. I think he can beat them. Storm the Fortress is knocking on the door. Gets every chance here, and Titanium was, uh, was stiff last week, but... Uh, not sure it was the best race last week. He might be taking on a couple of better ones this time around. So we, with, with the market there, but we'll go 13 over 9 and 4. We go to race number 9, third leg of the quad, Sky Racing Open Handicap, 1,200 metres of the trip. Good depth here. Uh, Sweet Margot May, she's normally a bomb fresh. Um, well, she, she's unblemished fresh record to, 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 to tell it as it is. Um, she's trialled okay again. I've got mixed reports on the, the, the trials and jump outs. So, so uh, it'd be interesting to see what the market does with her, whether they take a risk against her. I think Munitions is uh, in the right race. 
Then we go to Jetty, who can run a race first up at odds. Uh, down a pocket full, who's the, the fit and inform horse, and even open-minded first up for Lee Freeman, uh, lost all form last prep, but go back 12, 18 months, he'd be right in a race like this. So summing it all up, queries on the first up, as I, I think you can go with pocket full again <clears throat> to make it three on end and open companies at 12, 7, 6, 5 and 3. Lucky last is race number 10, Canadian Club. No Metro wins handicap. Also over the 1,200 metres, big field to finish us off. Yeah, I, I'm just with the market here and you know, lost in transit. Um, went from 1,200 back to 1,000 a couple of weeks back there, then lost a three-kilo claimer and um, had to carry the full whack. Would have won in another stride. Now gets a 1,200 Eagle Farm, which he's proven at. Uh, he's drawn inside the other, the other one. Both of them will go forward, I think, into reasonable spots, but I think he'll have the drop on standing order, and, and I think he's good enough to get him down. So we go lost in transit to be standing order, and uh, I'll be surprised if the winner comes from outside that pair. All right, so there we go. So four and seven to finish us off. That's a look at the quaddy legs. As we mentioned, most of the attention for racing fans this weekend does centre around the Caulfield Cup, a great race on the calendar. Your thoughts? Like the race, uh, the two I like, double figures, I think they have been back this week. Uh, Ten Who You Mal, I love the prep this horse has been given uh, by Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. We saw him last year in a Melbourne Cup as a, a three-year-old, Northern Hemisphere three-year-old. He was all too much. Put away and given a good break. He was terrific first up in the wait for age. Then he was good again, wait for age, miles second up, and just found it too sharp. Then he went to 1,900 and was left a sitting shot there for Monophilia at the end. Uh, he drops to 53 kilos here. He draws to get a nice run. But if you look at his overseas ratings, those ratings uh, from the UK, they took a really big spike when he went from 2,000 to 2,400 metres last year, and that was when he ran second in the derby at Epsom. Uh, he also had another big um, 2,400 metre rating behind uh, New London and Dover Legend, who started favouring in the Cup last year. So I um, I really think that he can explode here, who you mail. So offered really good prep, gets good run in transit, the stable's airborne. So keen on him. And Valiant King, the other one I want on side, number 18, Joseph O'Brien's got a remarkable record when he brings horses to Melbourne. Uh, this guy here, he failed last time, but uh, reports there that he pulled up with mucus, so genuine excuse there. Prior to that, he was pretty good behind the Melbourne Cup favourite Vauban, and he was good at uh, Royal Ascot prior to that behind Desert Hero. I think those two 2,400-metre runs rate really highly for this. Uh, he draws the inside, which you know, you can be crowded up, but he's, he can put himself on speed. I think he'll sit behind the speed there and just respect the stable. 50 kilos, this is the formula that was successful in the Melbourne Cup a few years back when those Northern Hemisphere three-year-olds were winning the Cup. They recalibrated the Cup and, and made it more difficult, but I'm hoping this guy has got in uh, under the guard of a handicapper with only 50 kilos. So keen on those two in the Caulfield Cup. All right, 10 and 18, Huyamel and Valiant King. So that's a look at the Caulfield Cup and a look at the meeting from Eagle Farm. Another great day's racing is upon us, Nathan. As always, thank you for joining us on the program and hopefully we've helped the punters find a few winners. Cheers, mate. Toowoomba, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. This is Racing Nation.